folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Michael Hanford. I can't with you, Jeff. And Timothy Kalpakis. What is up, Southern Stylies? Oh, oh yeah, man. Oh. Mike, you can't with Jeff today? I can't. Well, Jeff, I just can't you with can't? you. You can't? Okay, well, I hope you I can with him can't. next week. Not with me? I can't. You can't? Uh, Tim, you, you reminded me of my favorite detective from a, from a little movie called Navzaud. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that movie also has one of my favorite cable knit sweaters. Ooh, ooh it has also one of my favorite... Uh, Twitter things from a couple months ago. Who are they going to cast in Knives Out? <laughs> that was one of your favorite Twitter things? What do you call those? Like, uh, is that a meme? No. no. Topic of conversation? Yeah. It's funny. Memes can be all types of things. Yeah, that's true. Hey. <laughs> but not that. But not that. No. Not that. No, that's no. a trending topic. Trending topic. Here's a trending topic that's about to blow your minds. What do you guys see what I'm drinking that I just invented one minute ago? Knives out cola. <laughs> no. High life. High life. It looks empty. Do you see the color? It's oh, kind of greenish. Blue? Oh, you, Curacao? It's, a, it's blue, baby. I was inspired by the spaghetti, but I didn't have any Aperol. I put some of the, the blue Curacao from the Adios motherfucker. Now I've got a little orange. And I put some wow. le- lemon in there, too. So Ooh. I've got an orange-flavored High Life. I'm going to do this with everything. You put a little Chambord in there, whatever. That's it's, good. So it's it's a low proofer. You're just spiking the uh, spiking the high life just a little bit. Getting the color going. Just kind of the way that you use the Aperol, just to put a little sauce on there, you know? It's, it's uh, with this and the ranch water, I think it's a slippery slope now because it's like, <laughs> crack open a beer and pour whatever you got in it. <laughs> yeah, open a bottle, pour anything in there. <laughs> You know, uh, we were talking so much about the ranch water yes. and what a shoe in it might be for the for the drink of the summer. Sure. Yeah. And the spaghetti, I think, I don't want to, it's too soon to say, but I think the spaghetti did a little better as far as our engagement goes. Oh, yeah. The spaghetti's a blast. The slopheads are, <laughs> COVID, the slopheads are into it. But let me tell you this, it's. Um, but so the, is the common man, Tim. And the common man. Uh, but I think that ranch water is delicious and no shit. Spaghetti, you do taste it and you say, oh. <laughs> That's what you want to say when you taste. <laughs> I think, and I've done no no research on this. I don't have my numbers what? in front of me. Uh, I left them at work. But the spaghetti, I think, looks like it was doing better because our fans, the Slopheads, who I love dearly, love those guys. Sure. That they are more prone to knowing who we are and also who Tim and Eric are and Spaghetti. Knowing who we are. And Our fans are prone to knowing who we are. <laughs> no, so Mike, I'm gonna see I'm gonna need to see the, the facts and figures. I, on I this. think the data's skewed, but that is what I'm saying. I left it at work. You guys listening to the new Heidecker album? It's so good. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. The guy's Man. good. He's when good. you're good, you're good. He's good. I like that uh, his tour poster has like comedy Tim Heidecker and musician Tim Heidecker on it. <laughs> yeah. It's like a double header. And the comedy Tim Heidecker at this moment is like very onto, into the like the no bullshit tour. The sort of like <laughs> comedians are out there getting slapped. Does he? Is he? Uh, did he do his uh, Elysian shows yet? As of the release of this pod, probably. All right. Well, how about a little beep 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 beep. beep, beep. Are you saying that we should do booze short booze news? Short shit chat today. Yeah. Well, the short the shit. I refuse the news this week. Whoa! 
We each you get refuse one, the news. We each get one news refusal. It take, no, it career. takes three. To, it takes three to turn the key. Do you two refuse the news? <laughs> I choose the news. <gasps> oh no, Jeff. I peruse the news. Uh, yes. Okay, well that's we're, that's two people who want to see the news. We're doing booze news. Here we go. Beep, 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 beep. Hit it. Toad is thirty-two. <laughs> Toad. I love geek shit. I tried to tell you guys this. Toad thirty-two. <laughs> Well, I couldn't oh. really hear the tag very well on that one. I missed you it, but that was... You mushroom-headed bitches. Toad well. is 32, Taylor's version, by <laughs> Pat Cavanaugh. And if you have a booze news theme, email it to the Sloppy Boys Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> 32. We'll never get Good. over it. Mike, you learned in the... What quiz were we doing? That was the... Uh, geek the episode quiz. The was geek the, quiz. <laughs> it was the, that was the Nintendo quiz for the um, uh, Saki Bomb. We found oh, out that right. Toad is 32 years old. <laughs> <laughs> and why wouldn't he be? He looks like a child. He's <laughs> Where's a diaper, basically? The median listener of the Sloppy Boys podcast. It's perfect. Okay, booze news. <laughs> are you guys ready for a new segment? Oh, these oh, are always yeah. great. Sure. Pre-recorded segment. Hit it! It's time for Timmy's Travels, uh, Beavis. <laughs> what is up? Uh, Cal PK here at uh, Churchill Downs in Louisville, Kentucky. Whoa. I'm with my high school friends, uh, Tristan and Sean. How's it going, guys? Great, great. Hey, sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, Sean's already drinking. It. Uh, we got, these are Old Forester mint juleps at the Ooh. very place where they were invented. Wow. First sips, here we go. Delicious. Delicious. The mint goes yeah. right up your nose. Yeah, the mint is <laughs> right up the schnoz. It's basically a giant glass of whiskey with sugar in it. Sugar and mint, yeah. And a collectible cup. <laughs> um, would you order again? Uh, 100%. I'm driving, so one and done. <laughs> Me? I'm getting tanked. <laughs> Peace. Where has Ooh, nice. So nice. if you listened to episode two of the Sloppy Boys podcast, you heard us talking mint julep, and now I've been to the very place. Wow. Wow. And I got to say, I think that's where Swayed by the Smell was uh, came oh, up. Oh, you're right. Because, the mint. And, and I think it was Tristan said the mint went right up his nose. So he he's got very swayed. He's swayed, swayed by, by the Smell. That swayed was episode two? Um, episode two? Yeah, mint julep? julep was the second episode. Wow. Maybe it was And we're three. already coining... Iconic phrases. Wow, look at that. <laughs> I know, no, it was three because two was zombie. And I, I remember being like, already in episode two, I have too many ingredients. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Episode too many ingredients. I'll tell you this, though. So we had all said that the mint julep, we kind of thought it was going to be like some funny green cocktail or something. But right. it's a pretty strong bourbon drink. It's just bourbon, sugar, and mint sprigs. Um, but there at Churchill Downs, they. Um, Old Forester is like the oldest local brand of bourbon that they're all proud of there. And so they make it with <laughs> Old Forester. I saw them when I, I, I didn't notice it on that first round, but when I went back, the, it's pre-mixed in the bottle. It's Old Forester mint julep. So when they oh. poured it, it already had the sugar in there and then they added the mint. Spirit. That's by the bar though, not by Old Forester. 
By the bar, yeah. Now, yeah. This, uh, you were at the racetrack. You saw some. Did you bet on any horses? Dude, I won 114 bucks on a horse named Best Bet. <laughs> ah, that's good. <laughs> now, let me ask you this. This wasn't, you know, Kentucky Derby was months ago. Mm-mm. Were there still people like dressed up? Do they still maintain like, uh, oh, I'm going to Churchill Downs. I'm going to make a day of it. Um, no, they, you don't really wear, I saw some ladies with some fancy hats mm-hmm. and I would say it was like golf course attire, you know, mm-hmm. like people do wear collared shirts, but shorts cause it was a hundred degrees, but and I didn't see any ser- and Rodman jersey on. I, yeah. <laughs> and I was dunking. Um, <laughs> Um, Rodman's more of a rebound guy. Anyway, I was... He can dunk. He can dunk if he needs to. No, he's been practicing. He still can't get up there. (laughs) Um, I didn't see even one Sears sucker suit or or bow tie or any of it. Oh, interesting. See, it's also funny. The the collectible cup makes it sound like... uh, Like, that's something I expect at a football stadium or a baseball stadium. But when I think of Churchill Downs, I think of Kentucky Derby like a traditional place that they'd actually serve you in glasses or something it was oh, yeah. a nice collectible glass it was a nice co- it was glass but i was glass expecting glass? that stainless steel type of cup it wasn't that it was yeah, uh, yeah. <clears throat> it was like a juice glass maybe a, a 10 ounce glass that was had like um a flag on it and some horses it was rather nice <laughs> well it just I, okay i'm still just picked it. a collectible cup always kind of seems like just another way to make a buck on you. Right. Now, question for you, Tim. Did you see any Russian roots floating around? Interesting. I looked, Liberty roots. I went to every customer there, and I looked in their hand. Not even one Liberty root. Did you even find a thing of mug root beer on the ground? Well, yes. When I when I searched, I went to the stables. Oh, you did? I looked, I looked at the, the ground where all the horse shit was in the stables. There's lots of Russian roots oh, all over the place. Oh, Jesus. You know, I just you mentioning Jeff, you just mentioning root beer. I oh, I could go for a mug root beer right now, ice cold. <laughs> I am so fucking thirsty. Yeah, I just chugged well, a bunch of. I don't squirt. think I had enough water today. I've noticed also that I have to take out the air conditioners out of your mics these days. Well, I, I'm in a different room now. I'm not in my. Oh, good, good. Well, I yeah. can see you're sweating bullets like, like me. I'm, <laughs> Jeff, I'm you have a filter that they can get air conditioners out. Yes, it's called a gate, my boy. Well, then why the fuck don't I have my AC on? I thought because I it's not it. as good, Tim. <laughs> oh, boy. This but needs n- to be pure, sonically sound but my, material. But my performance would be popping off if I were cool and calm. <laughs> you don't want us to be... Instead, it's, I'm in the hot seat. That's why at the end of the blowout, we're all sweaty and sleepy and drunk. <laughs> yeah, my vibe on this podcast is kind of like a... Yeah. Someone who's in a police interrogation under the hot lights, and I'm, I'm about to crack. <laughs> Hour five. He's about to crack. That was a good mix-up. Right. That was a good mix-up with "Where's Timothy Gone?" with all the new, pretty good gun. mashup. Huh? I'm in the yeah. new Danger Mouse. Um, Shit. I love Mike Desenzo turned me on to Dirks Bentley, and I love Dirks Bentley now. That song, gone, I've been gone. That was Dirks Bentley. <laughs> Dirks Bentley in the house. Never heard of him. Is he a, is he a modern country singer? Yep. It's, it's like very poppy, auto-tuned yeah. uh, Nashville country, but it's funny and it's catchy as all hell. He did, he has that song, Drunk on a Plane. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like he... He got a divorce or something. And he's, yeah, he's, still, he's, go, he's going him. on the honeymoon. Uh, that, <laughs> Hold on, no, he's getting drunk. A so bit. he's buying like margaritas for everybody. I, uh, I I maintain that we do a blowout best country song. Yes. I still yes, maintain yes. that. You still, after all these years. Yeah, you keep maintaining it. Because it's it's a, a genre 
I don't think we know very well, so we could find out what the best is. <laughs> is that it for booze news? Yep. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. That was uh, two bottle open opening. dot wave. <laughs> very good. Very it gives good. you two or did you play I was, it twice? I was expecting it to be a little uh, you know, more exciting. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, I'm excited to hear about more about Old Forester. Hmm. I'm not. I've had just about enough of Old Forester. <laughs> oh, fuck my life. <laughs> I am so royally fucked here. <laughs> Well, I hope you're in a Louisville state of mind. Lou, I thought it was Louisville. Then you hear a lot of Louisville. But then you get there and it's Louisville. Louisville What is it when you get there? Louisville? There's no, uh, like, I thought it was Louis or Louis. There's no second syllable of to that vowel. It's just Louisville. Well, Tim, you you know my old joke. The old joke, the old riddle being how do you pronounce uh, the capital of Kentucky? Lexington, Louisville, or Louisville, uh, Frankfurt. Fuck, Frankfurt. Because <laughs> you get it's it's a it's a trick question because you're pulling people in. Oh, is it Louisville, Louisville, and they have such a but it's not even one of those. That's so cool, Mike. It's Frankfurt. That is cool. It's a trick, and it's a funny thing to say, Frankfurt. Yeah, that's a funny city. It reminds it's me of a hot dog people. sound. Yeah. Frankfurt. Hey, you you know what I don't like is uh, when people say Glizzy. I just heard about this the other day, Glizzy. <laughs> you heard about Glizzy? Yeah, I was down in Coney Island, and uh, I was with uh, Nick Cirelli of Nick and Brad. Yeah, yeah. And Nick was telling... Uh, it's like a Philly thing? I don't know. He heard it from somebody recently, and and damned if we didn't know where it came from. I think they were coming in from Philly. Hmm. Glizzy. Hmm, yeah, they're really into that, John. Yeah. Ugh, makes me shudder. Is that Pittsburgh? Oh. Uh. Let's get into the drink of the day. <laughs> Sealbach, the Sealbach cocktail you've had? Never had, never heard. Uh, yeah, I have a double NH on this one. Now, I had not <laughs> had or heard, but I I saw an episode of this, uh, a travel show called Best Bars in America one time, and they were in Louisville, and they went to the Sealbach Hotel, and they drank the signature Sealbach cocktail. Sealbach. So, I was recently in Louisville with some friends, so I said, hey, let's go to the Sealbach Hotel. We took the historical tour. It was very fun. The security director, like, led us around. This guy, Patrick, he did a great job, led us around. He said, you know, this was Al Capone's secret gambling room. This is the this is awesome. the basement beer hall where Sweet. F. Scott Fitzgerald drank. Uh, ooh, do we think that maybe... Gatsby is based on George Remus, the bootlegger. Oh, we don't know. Yes. Yeah, all the kind of yes, we do. Now. Yes, we, yes. <laughs> surely he was. Um, probably not, but it's you know a fun old hotel with lots of that type of stuff. But we did the tour, and then we go to the lobby bar, right? And we say, "We'll have the signature cocktail, the Sealbach cocktail." Mm-hmm. I I drink it now. This is a this is a cocktail. It's a champagne. It's got bourbon. It's got triple sec. It's got a lot of bitters, but it's got champagne. And I, I drank it and I liked it. Mm. And I said to myself, I got a couple of co-hosts who hate champagne. Hey, and, I, don't, I don't hate it. Well, but when, I feel like when we have mimosas and stuff, you're like... Don't lump me in with him. He's always Mike? popping bottles and kissing models. <laughs> Jeff! 
You say what I do and then get mad at the <laughs> fictional But Jeff, you're, you're not a fan of the Aperol Spritz. You're not a fan of the Mimosa, are you? Uh, I like a Mimosa. Okay. Well. Aperol Spritz is, is fine. Well, then maybe this is more for Mike. I said, this is a bubbly that I think these guys might go for. And it's stiff and it's strong and it's got a lot of bitters. Um, and and before we get into drinking it, how about I tell you the history of the particular cocktail? Mm-hmm. That, that sounds about right. Okay. Well, so um, so right. <laughs> well, bartender Adam Seeger, right? <laughs> yeah. He was working at the Sealbach in the '90s, right? That seems kind of cool, right? Seeger, Seeger. Interesting. Keep going. Okay. So he was rooting around in some old records and found this recipe, okay? Old records? Wait a minute. What Seeger yeah, was talking Seeger, about? Seeger, old records? <laughs> yeah. Well, that was in Detroit. Bob Seeger was like, <laughs> take the old records off the ship. Um, no, but uh, so, you know, he finds this old recipe, right? <laughs> and he says, it's the long forgotten signature cocktail. What do you think of that? He alerts the press. Big news. Drink becomes a hit. <laughs> it's in cocktail books. You guys are on board for this, right? Yeah, yep. yeah. There's only one problem. Fuck. It was a scam. Say it all. was a scam job, not unlike the Tinder swindler himself. Damn. Theranos, the dropout. This guy, his <laughs> conscience got to him. Dr. And Death. he eventually... <laughs> Cereal. A million, a million little pieces. Ooh. Bad vegan. Death becomes her. Are we just talking about our favorite TV shows and movies? Yeah, Seinfeld. Chip and Dale. <laughs> oh, yes. No, it was an Elizabeth Holmes situation, guys. Adam Seeger, the bartender, after years of this story, and he's mm-hmm. like featured in like all the, uh, the publications and he's in books... He, the the guilt gets to him and he's like fine okay I've made the fucking thing up I went <laughs> I wanted to give our hotel a boost I went looking through our old stuff and I hoped to find a cocktail and I didn't and I just made the whole thing up um, he only came clean like a few years ago I think damn what is up Calpy K here with a little postscript after recording this episode we also got tipped off that bartender Adam Seeger was arrested for being a sex predator. So, a lot going on with this guy. I just don't know about that guy. But um, here's the rest of the episode. Enjoy. There are a lot of different uh, versions of it now, but I've got here the original, the recipe, the fraudulent recipe that he presented to the world is what we're (laughs) going to make today. The fake old legendary recipe. Great. The fake historic <laughs> recipe. The Sealback Cocktail. One ounce bourbon. Old Forest. They say Old Forester bourbon, but you can use, because that's kind of like the old school Louis Tim, I got it. I, I'm, I'm down to the brand today. Damn. I'm going to do an accurate assessment of this one. Wow. That's now, now, Old Forester makes an 86 proof and 100 proof. What'd you get? 86 probably. 86. <laughs> okay. 86 the proof. That's funny. Anyway, uh, half ounce of triple sec. A lot of people use Cointreau, but you can use any triple sec you mm. want. Seven dashes of Angostura bitters. That's a lot, guys. So that's... Okay, well, as long as that's the end of the bitters, that's fine. Uh, Mike? Yeah. Seven dashes Peychaud's bitters. <laughs> Five ounces... Chilled Corbel Brut. Now, this could be any champagne or, or sp- this this would have, like at the time, that was the the accessible domestic sparkling white wine. You could use any Prosecco or Cava or anything you Five got. Five O's. Mm-hmm. 
One orange twist for garnish. Combine bourbon, triple sec, and both bitters in a champagne flute. Stir briefly just to blend. Pour in the champagne. Twist orange peel and rub the exterior of it around the rim of the flute. Uh, yeah. Drop the twist in the cocktail. Serve it once. Now, this sounds serve strange Serve it to once. Me. I like that part of it. <laughs> serve it once. With no delay. You got to rush this out. <laughs> when I ordered this at the hotel, they mixed up the liquor in a mixing glass on ice, and that was nice, and I feel like that'll make it a nice cold cocktail. This is kind of interesting. Maybe. Wait, so at, at the hotel, they... At they the hotel, the lady mixed the bourbon mm. with the triple sec, and then just uh, once it was in the glass, she topped it up with the champagne. But so I'm worried this when we make it this way it might be a little um, room temp. But hey, hey slapheads, if you got time to maybe chill your ch- champagne flute, you could do that or something. I don't know. I mean, I'm, is it against the rules to shake on ice? No, go for it. Great, I'm doing that. I'm also excited. I have I got Peychaud's bitters too, and I haven't had like a real occasion to use them. Wait a minute! Oh, take a little into the mouth. Wait a minute! <laughs> Stop it! Uh, <laughs> yes, Mike. There's no ice in this thing. Correct. No ice. Oh boy! But but he was now, saying that at the hotel they would shake the non-champagne stuff on ice so that you're starting with at least like a cold base. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll do that. And then my second round, um, I saw somebody else drinking it on the rocks. So I ordered it on the rocks with like a big cube and bubbly, you know, that was good too. Mm. Guys, I just had a massive brainstorm. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to do round one, the letter of the law. Great. R- round two, you know, I've been innovating with these high lifes. <laughs> yeah. What if instead of the champagne, you fucking, oh. you do the spaghetti version where you pour the bourbon right into the bottle. Tim. Huh? You're an innovator. Bourbon and, tr- I take a, a gulp of my high life. Oh, it's high life. Oh, I, th- I thought you were going to pour it into the champagne bottle. No, 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 no. That would be kind of baller, though. I got a little... The champagne bottle I got was one of those little... It looks like a beer bottle. It's one of those small... Yeah, ones. I got... um when Because of the last champagne-y thing we did, I got a four-pack of the Corbell Brutes. Uh, yes. yes. So I still got some in the fridge. Nice. Let me ask huh. you this. You know how you're allowed to pull a soda off a six-pack or a beer off a six-pack and buy mm-hmm. just that? Do you think I could have... I got four little Corbells, same as you, Jeff. You think I could have pulled out just one of those little Corbells and paid for it at the supermarket? Yes, I do. <laughs> well, there <laughs> yes, you have I it, do. folks. We'll be right <laughs> back after the ads. Enjoy the ads. We'll see you in a jiffy. See you in a jiffy. <laughs> and we're back talking sealbacks. Sealbox? Sealbach. It's German brothers that opened the hotel, but Sealbach sounds more Kentuckyish. Yeah. You can you can always remember Jeff because it's my two favorite musical artists. <laughs> Mike, you've just stumbled into the Sealbach quiz. Oh, no! oh shit. <laughs> but first, let's no, talk I, I about do the quiz <laughs> before we've had the drink. Let's do the drink first. <laughs> Wait, so you were asking if it was called Seal Back, but then they had a quiz called Seal Back? <laughs> yes. All right, let's, for, let's forget about that for now. Forget about it for now. Here we go. Um, First sips. sips. Ooh. Okay. Now that is hmm. sophisticated. <laughs> oh, Timmy! Yeah, it, it, it can go down the wrong pipe uh, easily. This is. Oh, I just poured the whole thing into my lung. 
Tim, you're the only one with a real champagne flute. Mike and I got a, I got a coupe. He's got a martini. I think that's, I think that's uh, the staple of a married man has f- champagne flutes at home. Because <laughs> we're always toast. We're always toast. I had to our love, <laughs> <laughs> to the love and the love of the people who came to the wedding. Does that forget them? <laughs> yes, yes. And let's name them all. <laughs> what are your first impressions? Hmm. I feel like this drink suffers on my end from a uh, just kind of a whatever. I don't even know. It's in the other room, but it's some dumb champagne. It was like a kind of like a <coughs> like a. I think I would would have done better with like a dry champagne. Mm. What about Corbel Brut? I'll something tell you. like yeah. This this was kind of like a cheapo pink it's, champagne. This is suffering on my end too, and I don't know what I did wrong. This is not as good as the one I had at that hotel. <laughs> I, I didn't have any bourbon, and I found a little oh. a little nip of a weird kind of rye, and I think mm. it, it it led me awry. Yeah. Well, you know, and then also, my Angostura bitters, I didn't have a bottle, so I was using a little oh, dude, spray. I took the little um, dripper off my because we were making so many things where we use a lot of bitters. So it was tough to do the seven um, seven drops or whatever splashes. I might have used too much Angostura. I tried the Old Forester uh, bourbon ahead of time. Mm-hmm. I like bourbon. I'm a maker's guy, or you know, a couple other things. The Old Forester <laughs> feels feels a little uh, piney or something. Like oh. it's definitely got it definitely got a different like stank on it. And I feel like combined with the champagne stank and all those bitters, it's a weird drink. It's a very I mean, there's an insane amount of bitters. Seven you would never combine these two types of bitters, and then the fact that you're doing seven of each is bonkers. Hmm. Can I I gotta say, I, I've never seen Old Forester before, so I looked it up. I'm a little disappointed with the labeling. Huh? It's pretty uh, with the with the label oh, on the bottle. I bet, I bet you were picturing Old Fitzgerald, which has a bomb ass bottle. Let's see. No, I wasn't picturing anything, but uh, so just a blank. Your your mind was blank. It was blank, and I was making <laughs> like I was picturing trees and a person cutting down oh, a yeah. tree. I think this looks classic. <laughs> I think they did a good job on the label. I feel like uh, I think oh, I should put less champagne and let this taste like more of a whiskey drink. Mine's yep. kind of sweet on the Corbell side. Yeah. This isn't my fave. I'm sure by the time I'm done, I'll like it more. Tastes woody, yeah. but not... Uh, and it gives me a buzz. Yeah, that's a Toy Story <laughs> drink. Something's off with my bitters as well. Did you guys Do you guys like Peychaud's? Have you ever taken any to the Dome? No. Uh, I, did, I didn't sip any of them, but I took a little smell of each. And the Peychaud's definitely have a... Um, more of a sting, I think. It's got a really? New Orleans kind of. It's it's spicy, but it's also black licoricey at the same time. Because mm-hmm. it's also um, not Angostura, but aromatic, right? Like it's just sort of like nondescript. Like it's a blend of spices. Yeah, they won't tell you what spices are in there. I tell you, Pace. I definitely would would rather have had my, the uh, that root beer I was talking about before. Yeah, this. well, you also said you just haven't had enough water today, so maybe a nice glass yeah, of water. I should, I should have gotten a water while I was in the other room. Damn it. It's not going to be until the next break that I can have a sip of water. Oh, I should put a water cooler here right next to my computer. Mm. No, you'll drip. You'll drip onto the mainframe. Ah. Difficult to describe why uh, Why this drink grates on me so. I've got I've got a cardboardy thing going on. It is doing the thing where it kind of, I'm kind of getting little uh, 
pings and tings on my tongue, like a little, it first kind of tastes like this, and then this, 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 this. Yeah. But I'm not loving that. I wish it was colder. I wish I had mixed it up in a mixing glass. Mm-hmm. I did that. But, um, Tim, I'm curious to, I, I, oh, I wish I could have tasted what you tasted. What I tasted was not champagne at all, just bourbon, you know, and I think it probably helped that she, um, you know, uh, mixed it in a mixing glass. But what I was tasting was orangey bourbon with a little bubble to it, just topped, barely topped with champagne. This is five ounces of champagne. Fuck that. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if there's a way to do like half champagne, half soda, or just like a or but it wasn't even turned into all the way into like a spritz. It it was a pretty stiff drink, and I drank it slowly, and what? I and I thanked her for it. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, you got the right idea though with the um, high life. Mm-hmm. Round two, stylies. Hmm. Mm. That'll be good. I feel like I'm drinking this quickly because I want it done, gone. Yeah, I want it out of here. <laughs> out of here. Way too much. And champagne. there's only one way I know how to get rid of it. Bye, bitch. That's I'm I'm officially blaming the this recipe as too much champagne and it making for a weird sweet drink. If if it was less champagne, you'd be getting like a more of a Trinidad sour vibe where you're like, wow, that's a lot of bitters, you know? Yeah, right, right, right. Maybe that's Man. what's uh my the thing I was saying about uh getting all the different tastes at a different time. That was a bittery drink too, so that's where that comes from. The what? Trinidad yep. sour. Oh yeah. <laughs> if you want dimension you're going to need some bitters. <laughs> and that's the truth. This is the first recipe where um, they tell you not just to express the citrus, which I always do now. Mm. I think we all always do. Express your citrus. Um, but they tell you rub it around the rim. Mm-hmm. Go around the world with that one. I go around the whole glass. I, the I love it. I love the citrus, the twist, the oil. From a twist, it's supposed to be on your hands. You're meeting people later yep. that night. Hey, Tim Kelpak, it's great to meet you. You stink like lemon. Wow, yeah, that was, I'm great. Stink like a like a rotten lemon. That was a dra- <laughs> uh, celebrity cocktail maker, Jack Schramm. Oh, that's what it yeah. was. I was like, some bartender at some point told yeah. us, not some bartender, celebrity the bartender, bartender. Jack, celebrity. Jack Schramm. He said he rubs it all over like the. He's like, he's like, you give me some citrus, I'm gonna rub it all over the glass, all over the tray, and rub it on I my hands. I wipe my butt with this shit, man. <laughs> I'm using it instead of fucking Charmin, okay? Yeah, you, you want it going through the air. It, it, it charms everyone in its path. <laughs> um, Ooh, orange, orange. I'm charmed. Ooh. Mm, mm. This is, a, this is a, Ooh, uh, uh, a southern drink. You guys spend any time in the down south? Kentucky is the gateway to the south. You're Truly basically not. <laughs> in, in Ohio. Like, our tour basically was the substantial amount of time that we spent that, that I that spent counts. down south. S- yeah. South Carolina counts. Yeah. South Carolina is probably the deepest south I've been. I've been to uh I've been to Georgia. Florida. But that's kind I've of I've been to Florida. We gotta do land. we gotta get our butts to New Orleans, huh? We yeah, gotta we go to New Orleans. Patreon. We gotta go to uh Nashville. Mitch is yeah. in New Orleans. That's right. Oh yeah, they're visit. shooting twisted metal down there. Twisted Crazy. metal Let's twist again like we did last metal. <laughs> <laughs> Chubby uh, my my grandparents I have family down in Florida and like Sarasota and stuff and um, mm, Sarasota. there's a creek running through the backyard of like all these rows of houses and we had small children and they said watch out for gators Oosh. crazy to think of um, the local pest as a prehistoric beast <laughs> I mean Snap I hate gators head. but I love their aid <laughs> yeah, and you don't get the aid without the gator. <laughs> is that a say? 
Mm-hmm. Is Gatorade was it like a University of Florida thing? Yes. Yeah, it was like Florida developed. State yeah, thing? by like the coach or something. Mm. Wow, that's cool, Gatorade. Yeah. I mean, I've been drinking the Haterade. Imagine if it was uh, if it was up in Michigan, University of Michigan, would have been Wolverine Aid or <gasps> oh, <ka-ching>. yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> fuck yeah! It's kind of interesting, Jeff. The colors of University of Michigan are are yellow and navy blue, kind of yep. like Wolverine. Kind of like Wolverine. Yeah, he's yellow and black. Yeah, you think that escaped me, Mike? <laughs> Wait, Only I'm my sorry. favorite fucking guy. You guys ta- are you guys talking about Logan? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. Logan, I call him Logan. The man. He's the man, man. He's the man now, man. Hey, they're gonna cast the new Wolverine. Ooh. Do you think I got what it takes? <laughs> No. Remember, I, I posted that recently. <laughs> Tim. Well, I think we've covered this. That if, if, you, if you played Wolverine in a movie, it's going to be a goddamn Usher's Delight. <laughs> <laughs> Empty theater, man. Usher, Usher's Delight. <laughs> Usher's Delight. Jeff, if you, if you, tomorrow, they were like, hey, you're the new Wolverine. You're going to be in this new <laughs> this Marvel action movie. Uh-huh. Do you think you could do, and I, this is a question for all three of us, yeah. do you think you could get on set the next day and the lines <laughs> are like, you're on a green screen, you're on wires and stuff, and it's like, ah, nah. <laughs> could you do that? I think it would be much like my recurring dream where I'm the musical guest on SNL and I can't read the sheet music. I think you would get on set and you'd say, oh, I don't know my lines. <laughs> but, I mean, that's a... It, it's a skill gotta, set. It's yeah. a skill set to be like, uh, Thora, we got to get back to the crystal now. I'll stab you with my very claw. Thanos, you come back to me now. He loves him. He loves Thanos. Yeah. Let me wear the bejeweled gauntlet. Thanos, there's one of your hands that I much prefer. <laughs> And I love your big purple head. <laughs> yeah. That guy's you know. head is so big, you need the whole fucking... No, you Mike. need the entire Avenger team to get that guy in a headlock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do. Yeah. Oof. You know who well, else has had his biggest? Tony Stark, he's kind of stuck up. Uh, we have our own Tony Stark and Mr. Mr. Elon Musk. Stop. Ooh. He fucking wishes. Musk is a must. Musk is a must. I got tricked. I get a lot of uh, Instagram reels that are sort of inspirational for some reason. Hmm. And uh, I keep getting this I send those your way. (laughs) Thank you. I I get a lot of the... the, the, There's one that says like Elon Musk giving a speech. It's pretty nice. He's like, we have to find something we look forward to. We have to be... Have joy to be alive. And I was like, man, Instagram must think that I'm a I'm fucking suicidal. <laughs> Showing me this video every morning. Well, they probably heard the last couple episodes of this podcast where you're like, I'm going to die at 60 because I eat too many steaks. That's <laughs> joyous. I eat ste- I eat 20 ribeyes oh, a year. You're a fool. <laughs> Tim, the cruel irony. That which brings you joy brings you closer to the grave. Guys, here's the thing. After I pass, you should make a movie about me. And it's like... I'd rather well, make one now with you in it. Well, no, I'm a bad actor. What was the Mickey Rourke movie with uh, the wrestler? The, uh, Aaron the wrestler. Aaron Oster, the, the wrestler. Me eating my final steak, just like that. And it's like, Tim, I mean, no. Your, your Tim doctors won't. are like, no, don't do it. <laughs> my, my cardiologist. But they were locked is, out. 
the cardiologist is like a seismologist and he's looking at a printout and he's like, oh my God, if he eats one more ribeye, <laughs> his, his cholesterol levels are going are gonna to burst. And you guys are like, Tim, you can't do it. And I proudly sit yeah. down at the table and you hear me order. I'm at uh, Morton's. One ribeye, medium rare. <gasps> yeah. And we're like, he's gone full cholesterol. <laughs> and you, you have like a 2001 uh, vision. Because <laughs> I flipped from 49% to 51% cholesterol, and I, I turned into a big steak. I'd like to see you I, uh, wrestle your last steak. <laughs> God, I love ribeyes. I had one the other day. I had I'm a sure bad one did. the other day at the airport. <laughs> Don't eat a... <laughs> Don't eat anything at the airport outside of like a burger or no 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 no. I've I've eaten with Tim at the airport. He knows. He knows what to do. I'll tell you what I do. Almost exclusively wings. Layover wings. Hmm. Layover longer. Second plate of wings. Do you think the I wings had... are so good because they're they're at the airport and they're just accustomed to like wings being around all the time? Yeah, that's uh, the, uh, <laughs> the the pilots are like oh chicken versions of our favorite. I know that. Oh Jeff, we had we had those good kind of sausage egg bowls at that um, that Asian bowl place at LA. Yeah, that's what I'm huh? talking about. Yeah, I, had, I had McDonald's, I think, at the Denver airport, and it was bad McDonald's. It was like what? it it tasted different. Like they they the recipe was different. Oh, did they have a shamrock we... shake? Oh, I know. Where did we go? Where we saw a Desano's pizza in an airport? Oh. Charleston, South Carolina. Yeah, right. We we only know Desano as Hollywood, and like frankly, a good like a good Very LA good. pizza oh, yeah. place on yeah, Wilshire? like like, I don't know. like a place you would be like uh, on a foodie list of like yeah, go geek out on this good ass pizza. Um, and then um, and then I didn't know there were other locations at all, or like maybe I'd heard that it's not the only one. I mean, I think I think it is kind there of there is another Desano. <laughs> Maybe you could do that, Wolverine. That was pretty good, Joe. Thanks. I know that's Yoda. That's Yoda. Green man with the ears, baby. He's a green boy. Baby Yoda was cute. Baby Come on. Yoda. But Tim, go ahead. You were God, saying. God, he took the internet by storm, didn't he? What if the original DeSano <laughs> pizza location was at yeah, the Charleston airport, and then they <gasps> spun off to Hollywood? Damn. Damn, man. Damn. Oh, man. I watched Damn Daniel the other day. It holds up. So you sat down on the couch. You said, I'm going to put on a movie. (laughs) Pop up some popcorn. What am I going to watch? Yep. And I watched Damn Daniel for... Damn Daniel 2014. (laughs) (laughs) Damn Daniel is a 45-second video. I watched it and uh, finished Was he back at it with the white vans? He sure was. I like that. That's one of the best virals. That's what I'm saying. I use it almost every day. Damn. Damn. Daniel. <laughs> All right, folks. We're going to go make another one of these. When I'm going to do, do the walkie-talkie high-life spaghetti version. And I'm Ooh. getting a water. I'm going to change it up, but I don't know how yet. I'm going to freestyle. Oh. And then when we come back, we're going to do the <laughs> seal box quiz. Nice. This is cool knowing that there's a quiz. Usually it's a surprise. Yeah. Well, Mike uh, sauntered into it like a fucking rube. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I saw her some correct answers. All right, I'll see you soon. Right. Bye, folks. Now we're back with round two, final thoughts, and a quiz. Damn. <laughs> Bounty of riches on this episode. Segment three. Um, I did ounce and a half of bourbon. 
to uh, a full ounce of triple sec. Oh, Jeff. Way less champagne and cut it with a little club soda and then a big old ice cube. And? (laughs) Still unremarkable. (laughs) (laughs) But better? I mean, it's fine. Hmm. I don't want to tip my hand on uh, final thoughts, but... uh, But this is final thoughts. Okay, uh... No, this is technically second sips. Yeah, yeah, this is second sips, Tim. <laughs> Don't jump the gun. Okay, well, my second sips, look, I got the High Life version. I did it spaghetti styles, built mm-hmm. into Miller High Life, the champagne of beers. He's going to like it. I'll tell you this. Ooh. Way better than this. I don't know how I fucked up the original cocktail, but I did. This is way better. I'm not telling slopheads to run out and do this. But I'm intrigued by the possibility of any time there's champagne in a cocktail. Right. For example, the champagne cocktail or the French 75. Doing it in a high life instead could be intriguing for the slob heads. Mm. Mm. For my second sip, I did just water. I didn't want to make another one of these, which leads me into my final thoughts. (laughs) Order not again for me. But are you feeling hydrated right now? Starting to. You should drink it out of a big plastic green cup. Mm-hmm. I remember that cup. Jeff, final thought. Um, my final thought, uh, it, it's weird. I feel like I'm in this no man's land of, technically, if they were like, hey, you want a seal block? I'd be like, is it free? Yeah. <laughs> it's not. Uh, or, or, or like, we're doing seal box. I'd say, fine. But I would also steer. This is a skippable one, listeners. Yeah. Uh, this is what what the, the young folks would call mid. That's a good way of putting it, Jeff. Skippable. Mm-hmm. Now let me ask you if this: If you didn't make this one, it wouldn't wouldn't kill you. Does it bum you out? You p- picture your co-host Tim. He's sitting at a bar in a hotel in Louisville. Oh, yeah. Maybe my co-host will like this. Oh, I'm thinking about them while I'm on the road. Oh, this. Oh, maybe those guys will finally like me. And then, and then what happens? You, Tim, we shut you down. Okay. <laughs> Tim, we don't like you. We don't like what you stand for. We're not shutting you down. We're shutting this whole drink down. Well, unfortunately, I'm with you. The one that I had in Kentucky was delicious. This, I blame Adam Seeger, the recipe maker, because I'll tell you what. Punch, uh, punchdrink.com has a different recipe that looks a little bit better. Less bitters, um, stirred in mixing glass. My bartender at the Sealbach Hotel did a fantastic job. Ooh. So uh, this thing I'm drinking is an atrocity. I'm going to dump it out. <laughs> this high life version is at least uh, I'm going to keep on drinking it through the Patreon episode. But no, not not a good not a good episode of a podcast. Delete this one from your phone. <laughs> yeah, just throw your phone uh, onto the ground. Dude, we, sometimes I, I I am so buried in my mobile sometimes. Yeah, yeah sometimes we start this episode and you're still tip-tap typing away. I was just doing it myself. I didn't even listen to what you were talking about with the drink. What were you on, fucking fan duel? What's going on over there? <laughs> no, I was just kind of cruising around. I was answering a text. Yeah, meanwhile, <laughs> I'm texting Pat Babbitt. <laughs> well, <now laughs> what? Old you bank stuff? Te- <laughs> Probably. No, uh... You don't have to tell us what you're texting him about. No, it's, he does. He owes us that. It's it's a really gruesome uh, health, health medical issue. Yeah. <laughs> does this look normal to you? It's digestive. Oh He's like, this is this is on my dad's nuts. What do you think? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm gonna need a closer look. 
<laughs> I'll be right maybe, over. Maybe swing around to the ass, huh? <laughs> well, the time for jokes has come to an end. Thank you. It's time now for the aforementioned uh, Seelbach quiz. Oh, Mike's <laughs> two favorite musical artists. In which I will give you a factoid and you will tell oh, me if it is Grammy winning artist Seal or composer Johann Sebastian Bach. Um, yep. He's got dark splotches on his face uh, under his eyes. Seal. Yeah. Okay, he, we'll, we'll ignore One that. point for Tim Kalpakis. Yes! Oh, my God. Uh, hey, is there a, is there a point I should get a fucking point for, te- for guessing the quiz. No, is there a point quadrupler? I'll use it right now. Here's the thing. In the Sealbox quiz, you can bring in your own questions, which Tim did. <laughs> Perfect. But also... Perfect. Okay, had crazy hair, Bach. <clears throat> okay, so it's now it's one to one. Had no hair, Seal. Come on. Okay, now it's <laughs> two to one. Uh, is named after a fucking swimming dog, Seal. All right, I'm I'm, uh, had, I'm nixing the, the rule. Had a kiss from a rose, Seal. The, uh, the rule is nixed. Was in the Batman Forever. Stevie seal. Nicks. <laughs> Here's the okay. Based on that rule, uh-huh. it's two to one, Tim. But Mike, <laughs> you're right. I will award you a point for guessing the quiz. Okay, so for, we're tied. So it's you're going into it. We haven't answered. We haven't asked the first question. It's two to two. <laughs> wow, it's kind of a first here on the pod. Number one, <laughs> this artist lost both his parents at ten years old. Sad seal. Bach. Michael Bach. Thank you, Michael Bach. Number two, despite being culturally Christian. And reflecting theistic values in his work. Bach. This artist is not religious. Seal. Bach. Mike, seal. you got seal. You got seal. <laughs> seal reflects Christian values? and Yeah, Kiss from a Rose. Number three. Well, he <laughs> yeah, does have that one song, Easter Basket Sunday. <laughs> Easter, Easter Basket Blues. Number three. <laughs> Easter basket blues. Uh, no I eggs. Didn't, I didn't get an egg. No, <laughs> didn't get an egg. Not a Cadbury to be seen. Okay, enough jokes. I said. Number three. This artist married his cousin. Buck. Jerry Lee Lewis. Michael. Wait, was this the Jerry Lee Tim, Lewis? Was your internet as fast I as it this could was be? The Jerry Lee Lewis quiz. Number four. Mike, take finish your sip. I'm done. This artist spent four weeks in jail. Seal. Uh, 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 Chuck Berry. Bach. Mike Bach. That's correct. It's nice Bach. because Tim's doing fake answers and I can just keep going back and forth between Seal and Bach. Yes, in 1717, Bach was tossed in jail because he demanded release from his employer, Duke Wilhelm Ernst. <laughs> He wanted to work for another, he wanted to work for Prince Leopold, and uh, the Duke said, fine, but you're going to jail for four weeks. Oh, <laughs> Holy shit. Holy shit. Damn, dude. I think jail back then was maybe different than it is now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb and say prison okay. was different back then. Hmm. Composer jail is different from United States jail. Well, I have a whole thing about the industrial prison complex, but we don't have time for that right now. Let's Not go during on the, the quiz, quiz, Tim. Thank you very much. Question number five. Before he became a successful musician, this artist dreamt of becoming an architect. Seal. Ooh, Seal. And that one's toss-up-y. Give it to Timmy. I'll give it to Timmy. (laughs) Number six. 
<laughs> this artist fathered 20 children, 10 Bach. of whom... <laughs> <laughs> Ten of whom survived into adulthood. Bach. Oh my God! <laughs> Holy shit! Jesus, twenty children. Same, same woman. Same uh, no, woman. no, no. Uh, at least two. <laughs> who got that one? How, how many kids does uh, Seal have? Wait, who got that one? And answer honestly. Tim. Okay. Who? Uh, I think that was Mike. But who isn't Seal married to uh, Heidi Klum? Was was. I oh, keep a, a tidy room for her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, MC Paul Berman. Hey, wait a second. That's a that song, MC Paul Paul Berman. Yeah, I don't. Cock mobster. You you played me that song, and then and I don't even I never even really actively listened to that song, but then the second verse of Tom Collins is kind of based on that. I go to hell and back from a Sazerac. Ah. <clears throat> it's because Mike would say I'd keep a tidy room for Heidi Klum around yeah. the house. Interesting. But, but but I was taking it from I didn't. That wasn't my thing. I made up. But it's like that was like a. It's not like that was a song that I had on my phone. I only ever heard that because ah, you said it. Interesting. Okay, number seven, the Caped Crusader, infamous Batman. for his seal theatrics, Batman Forever seal kiss and accessories. Bach. <laughs> can I can I ask to say the fucking question? <laughs> yes, it's Bach. The Caped Crusader, infamous for his theatrics and accessories, never wore a powdered wig like this artist. <laughs> Bach. Yeah, I'm going to give that to Mike. Bach, Bach, Bagak. <laughs> Bach, Bach, Bagak. What is the score, Jeff? Uh, okay. Mm. <laughs> well, hold on. You I mean, Mike, you... you're winning by quite a bit. You it's... didn't drag him down, did you? <laughs> no, I, I got it. It's seven to three. Uh, no, seven to four, Mike. Seven to four, Mike. Question number eight. Is there a quadrupler in this, in this quiz? I'm afraid not. Shit. Well, we'll see as we get, as we bear down on the final question. But for now, number eight. This artist almost threw his best-known composition in the trash. Bach. Seal. Michael, seal. <laughs> Kiss from a rose. He didn't think it was shit. What? Threw it oh, in the trash. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> the trash. <laughs> I'm throwing this out. Okay, now hold on. Let me, let me calculate the points as we head into the final question. Do, 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 do. If there is a, a point quadrupler, I want to use it on one of my points. Who, who's hosting Jeopardy now? I hope it's um, Alex Trebek. Oh, stop it! What? He's Canadian. <laughs> the score now is eight points for Mike and four points for Tim. Oh shit! I wonder if there's a doubler. But the good news is that question number nine is worth nine points. Okay, perfect. Oh, fuck. Is question nine the last question? It is. Yeah, yeah. Phew. This artist was criticized for performing at a dictator's party in Bach. 20... Seal. <laughs> in 2020. <laughs> Who was the dictator? Mike, you got it. You got the question. Wow. You're talking about Kim Jong-un? No, the head of the Chechen Republic, Ramzan Kadyrov. So I, He's good. Come on. You can perform. In 2011. You didn't let me finish the question. And Seal responded on Twitter by going. Uh, so everybody yelled at Seal. And everybody yelled at um, Million Dollar Baby also. What's her name? Swank. Swank. And Hillary Swank apologized because this guy has been um, party to many, many human rights violations. 
And then Seal took to Twitter and said, by going there, I played music, capital, for the Chechenian people. I'm a musician, capital, and would appreciate if you leave me out of your politics. Ooh, you also don't understand, folks, that I made a shit ton of money. Yeah, he. I think he got paid half a million dollars for performing. Oh, that's not that much. Man, those private events, people make shit tons of money. Also, it's sticky with the fucking... You know, like uh, Big Thief was going to play in Tel Aviv, but there's like a a boycott going on, but one of the band members is from there, and the, mm-hmm. and the song, it's a sticky wicket. Right. This is why the Sloppy Boys only really play in L.A. and New York. Right. Yeah. And I will see you at Ivanka's next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Ivanka, we're available, and we love your brother, Don Jr. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it for the Seelbach quiz. Um, great job, Mike, and uh, good Thank effort, you. Tim. Nice so hustle what did I get? There. Seventeen points. Thanks. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try even harder next week. <laughs> What's that, Mike? I got seventeen points to to four. Seventeen to four. Whew. Just because that last question was such a doozy. Yeah, nine points. That's tough. Um, I will say the drink is talking to me now. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm sleepy. I'll say that I'm fully drunk in a way that doesn't happen too much anymore in this pod. Hmm. But I like it. <laughs> I, like I like the that feeling. feeling. I like the feeling of um, my blood alcohol content being high. That's our show. Follow us on social media at The Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. Also, be sure to check out our Patreon, where subscribers can unlock The Sloppy Boys Blowout, a weekly bonus episode. Plus, you get uh, questions for Lennon on the Big Money Hustlers team. Oh, yeah. we got. Who do we got coming up? We got contest winner Neil Campbell on there this month. From Campbell's Corrections? (laughs) That's right. The very same. I love that guy. He's on there. That's patreon.com slash the sloppy boys. Thanks for listening, folks. We'll see you next week. Folks, subscribe to that Patreon. Listen to the playlist of the summer. We're having so much fun over there. Oh, yeah. We should say this week's episode was the summer playlist 22. Oh, fucking hey, I'm trying. 2020. 22. 2022. 22. And do people know that, like, when we say subscribe to the Patreon and they're probably just like, oh, I don't get Patreon. I don't know. You get the entire catalog. You get like 90, right. ep- you get 90 more episodes. I also think that people just don't, you're, you're like, oh, it's a bonus episode. and we're, it's, it's, it's a whole thing. It's a groovement. It's a whole groovement and it's a whole library of material. It's like you plunk yeah, down $5 awesome. and you get 90 hours of of good laughs and but then there's some people who's like I don't want to even be listening to this I don't want to be listening to well, that they sh- shit they, they should put the phone down and go outside but for the people enjoying themselves you can hear me geek out on Springsteen you hear you hear Dutz talking about Valence you hear Hanford <laughs> talking about Sandler oh oh yeah and then also, you got you just got a big free taste of it with the mall episode. That's a good episode. I like the when we go out in the world and we mixing it up with civilians. One of our best, yeah, one of our best ones was when we ran a, each ran a mile. It's kind of oh, similar yeah. to Timmy's Travels, that popular segment on the main yeah. podcast. We are out in the world. I got to put some Dirks Bentley on our summer playlist. Do it. Drunk on a plane. We're doing it. I'm on a plane. <laughs> Is it that song? Wait, what is that? That's Nirvana? What is that? Nirvana. Ah, Nirvana. Kirk Cobain. Kirk Cocaine. Okay, for real. Um, bye, folks. Goodbye. Bye, folks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.